Good morning. Welcome to the Glorious Hour program, a Gospel Center's international Thicker Road production hosted by Makinika Radio and on Facebook page at Gospel Center's International Thicker Road. Gospel Center's International is the 21st century evangelical and mission-oriented ministry dedicated to advancing and enhancing God's kingdom in every nation of the world in accordance with the command of our Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 and verse 20. We have been called to fulfill the great commission of our Lord Jesus Christ with excellence. Our mission is to evangelize the world, disciple believers, and to raise leaders. Your host for this program is Reverend Stephen Garoyamboro, assisted by Pastor Moffat Gothiro Wambura. We are glad you are up and here with us. Welcome. Bye. 
Good morning and welcome to this program, The Glorious Hour, that comes to you from Gospel Center's International Theocarol Church through Makinika Online Radio. And you can also get this uh, same message through our Facebook, Gospel Center's International Theocarol Facebook page. Your host this morning is Reverend Stephen Garoyamboro. And I'm glad that you are together with us this great day. I want to thank God for you for joining us in this program this morning. And I believe that God is going to bless you. He's going to minister to you. I want us to take a moment to pray together as we start this program. In Jesus' name. Our Lord and God, we are grateful to you this morning. We thank you because of your grace and your mercies, Lord. We thank you because of your hand, O God, upon our lives. Thank you, Father, for giving us yet another bright morning. And Lord God, we are grateful that we have seen this day, O God. So, Father Lord, as we study your word, as we listen to your word, O God, I pray that God you may open our eyes of understanding and let our ears, Jehovah God, be ears of the wise, such that, Lord God, we shall hear you what your voice is, Lord, and we shall do in accordance to your will. I bless you this morning and I worship you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you once again. This morning, I'm grateful to God for allowing us yet another moment to share his word. In fact, it is a great privilege for us to be having such a moment to share with you the word of God. I know that there are many that would have loved to listen. There are many that are sick. There are many that are anguishing. But as for you who has an opportunity to listen to the word of God, let us thank God and let's praise him for what he has done to us. God bless you. This morning, I want to speak to you or I want to speak on a topic, success in the eyes of God. Success in the eyes of God. And I want to read a scripture in the book of Luke chapter 12, verses 16 to 21. Luke chapter number 12 from number uh, Luke 12 um, uh, verses 16 to verses 21 and I will read from the new uh, international version if you allow me let's go there together we open the Bible and read together Luke number 12 verses 16 to 21 this is what the Bible says now, uh, Luke number 12, chapter 12, verses 16 to verses 21. The Bible says, and he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man produced a good crop. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I will do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones and there is and there i will store all my grains and my goods and i will say to myself you have plenty of goods things laid up 
to myself um, for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and marry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? Praise the Lord. Now, this scripture is a scripture that talks about a man that in all means and all ways was successful here on earth. Tells us of a rich man. And the Bible stands by Jesus, starts by Jesus saying, And he spoke unto them a parable saying. And this particular scripture gives us an indication of how success is viewed in the eyes of men. Yet how God looks at success is very different from the way man looks at success. Now, we, story, we are told in this story that this man had done a good job. We are not told that this was bad. No, it was good. He had done well. The Bible says he had prepared his ground and he worked for it and he got plenty. He got plenty of crop. And so he thought to himself, what shall I do? I will increase the storage facility. I will increase my bands and I will make them so that they can accommodate all that which I have gathered from my land. It is the labor of my hand. The Bible continues to say that while he was doing that, God spoke to him and told him, You fool, you do not know. Today I will, I will demand of your soul. All I require of your soul. Let me tell you this. That it is not bad to work hard. It is not evil to work hard. And in fact, it is good to be successful. And you know, one of the things that I have checked today, even as I was coming to air this particular program, is to look at what success is and what may people here on earth say success is and compare that with what God calls success or what we see God coming as success. In fact, one would agree with me that this man was indeed successful. He had much of goods from the labor of his hand. He had made it. He had gotten to a point where he looked at what he has gathered and realized that he's done well. The English dictionary defines Success as the accomplishment of an aim or a purpose. Accomplishment for an aim or a purpose. And for this man, he had attained or accomplished the aim and the purpose that he had planted his seed. Let me tell you what some great minds in, in this world have said about success. Zig Ziglar says this, success means doing the best we can with what we have. Success is in the doing, not in the getting. 
in the trying, not in the triumph. Success is a personal standard reaching for the highest that is us, becoming all that we can. That is what Zig Ziglar calls um, or refers success to be. Robert Collier says, success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. That is Robert Collier. George Sheehan says this, that success means having courage, the determination, and the will to become the person you believe you are meant to be. And finally, let me give you this other quotation by George Patakil, Pataki. He says, success is merely the process of fulfilling your own hopes and dreams, not the standard set by society, by the standard or the standard set by others, but standard that has been set by you. And you, therefore you can see that even in this generation, man is struggling in defining what success is. In the times of Jesus, success was defined by the much that one has gained. No wonder Jesus gave this parable and said, there was a certain man who had done so much, and at the point of his harvest, he gathered everything and said, sit back and enjoy your goods, for you are indeed successful. But the Bible tells us contrary to what that man thought. The Bible tells, tells us that God spoke and said, you are a fool, praise the Lord. You are a fool since you do not understand that life is in the hands of God. Success, therefore, in the eyes of men would be that which men can see that you have accomplished, a, uh, you have accomplished something or you have accomplished an aim or a purpose. And it is good to be successful. But the definition of God on success is totally different from the definition of man. That which man counts as success, it does not necessarily mean that it's success before the eyes of God. Let me tell you this. That when God counts you as successful, it is when you have received favor from him. Ecclesiastes chapter number 12 verse 13 gives us a glimpse of what the writer or the wise man who wrote this Ecclesiastes together with the Proverbs. And he said this, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of of man. Solomon had taken time to look at issues around him. He had looked at magnificence of his temple, the temple that he had built. He had seen the magnificence of the, 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 the tabernacle of God. He had seen the magnificence of the house that he had built for himself. 
and therefore he would say that he knew what success is. In fact, there is nothing that he wanted to do that he did not do whether pleasure, marrying, whatever it was. And the whole reason was for him to experiment and see what is the limit that man can go in terms of enjoyment. And the conclusion of his writing, Solomon puts it this way, that let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Because he looked at what he had lived. He looked at what he had done. He looked at what he had accomplished. And then he realized that that was not success. Success in the eyes of God was totally different from what he looked at. And he said the sum total of what we would call success is fear of God and keeping his commandments. There is nothing as good as one fearing God or reverencing God. Because in it there is great pleasure and blessings that come from him. The Bible says that this is the conclusion of the whole matter. To, to, uh, to, um, uh, to fear God and to keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. I want to put across to you this morning that as a Christian or as an individual, we have been created and in us there is hunger and there is that for success. There is that which beckons us. Success keeps on beckoning us. And when I read the various quotations that have been given by men who have written books and looked at what success is all about, I recall but Solomon saying that even chasing after wealth is like chasing after wind. The greatest thing that one can have and start the journey of saying that is successful is the fear of God and following his commandment. This rich man, although he had achieved so much, which in the eyes of men he was successful, but he had nothing that he was, but he was not prepared to meet his maker. And that is what Solomon was saying in the book of Ecclesiastes that we ought to fear God and follow him. So, what is real success? Real success from this, from what we have learned here. It shows that it is when God takes the sum total and looks at what your relationship with him is in that sum total. The parable we have read highlights the following. Number one, the ground of that man, of that certain rich man, had plenty. He was able to pull down even his bands and his storage so that he can make accommodation, meaning that he was a man of means. And he did all what he could so that he can sit back and enjoy his work. But I want to tell you that the greatest joy that we have is when we allow God to have a place in our lives. That John 1 verses 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as thine soul prospers. So, success is not a foreign word in the scriptures. 
Success is not a foreign issue in the scriptures. But it is how you take a success and what you count as success that will make a difference in you in one's life. When John was writing his last epistle, he says, I wish above all things that you may prosper. So prosperity is part of what a believer ought to be having in his life. You must or you should have opportunity to celebrate the goodness of the Lord and this prosperity that comes by the grace of God because of you believing in him. And as you do this, there is a reward that God is looking up to bless you with. For the Bible says that the Lord shall bless the labors of your hand. But success does not come out of the matters or the things that you and me have done. It is not the material possession that we get. It is not out of the position that we get. It is not only that which we have been able to accomplish here on earth. That which is very important for a believer is to understand that God must be involved in one's life for you to be said to be successful. I want to state this to you this morning that it is important for you to check what counts before God. Ecclesiastes says that above all things, and what is most important is fear of God and keeping his commandment. By so doing, you invite the greatness of God in your life. God is looking for men not who are materially successful, acad academically successful, ideologically successful, and people who have accomplished a lot on the in the earthly beings. But there is one thing that God is looking at. The state of your heart as you appear before God. Hebrews chapter 13, 21 says this. Make you perfect in every good work. To do his will working in you. That which is well pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever. That is real success. When you make perfect every good works according to the will of God, working in you, meaning that God is looking to perfecting that which we do that pleases him. Whatever you do here on earth, whatever you do to your family, whatever you do to the society, before God it is measured on two basics. Number one, whether it is in accordance to the will of God. It is so important that whatever you do, you seek to fulfill the will of God because you are not created for nothing. You did not just emerge from the blues. You came here on earth with a very designated purpose. And God is waiting for you to do that which he created you for. And when you do it in accordance to his will, then we would talk of being successful. So success is not in matters of material things. It is not in the 
in the in the in the in the, in the in the in the in the in what I've said here um accomplishment of the things that you lay for yourself that is not sufficient sufficiency in matters to do with success has to do with God in your very life and i have come to understand two things that when you lead a life in harmony with yourself others and god then here on earth we can say that you are successful let me ask you this question would you confidently say that you are living a man or a woman that is in harmony with itself there are many people that are here on earth and have accomplished so much that we see with our own eyes but there is conflict total conflict in their minds and sometimes they do not know why they do what they do and the pleasure they get by doing what they do it is important for you to understand that there is need for you to come to harmony with yourself how can you come to come to a point where you have harmony with yourself except in the lord jesus christ for jesus is the one that aligns our minds and makes them aligned to the will and the purpose of god and when that happens you get into harmony with self the second thing that you need to understand is that you need harmony with others we are all social beings human beings are social beings and we are not only responsible for self we are also responsible for the people and the things that are around us we need to be cognizant of the things of the people that are around us and we need to be living in harmony with them if we will talk about success praise the lord that is what we call the horizontal the horizontal relationship completeness in success or full success cannot come about if there is conflict within you because when there is conflict within you there is no settlement the second thing is that you cannot talk of success when you do not have or live in harmony with others and thirdly you cannot talk of success unless you are in harmony with god God is the one that brings about one success. And I want to remind you that we are all sojourners here on earth. We do not belong to this world. When Jesus was praying he said, "I pray not for them, not that they remain here, but keep them while I am away from them." And Jesus was very very understanding in the in fact in the matters to do with self realization and he knew that men or the disciples would get discouraged when they were left on their own and were not going to accomplish the work that had been put into their hands so Jesus prayed for them that God may keep them while they were here and so that they may do the works of God and while they were doing that the holy spirit came upon them and they got self confidence and harmony with self so that they did only that which 
was pleasing unto God. And because they were mindful and careful of the environment and the people around them, the Bible tells me that they went out reaching to others. And even by the time they were coming to die, one by one, they all died shameful and painful deaths. But as they were doing this, they had a sense of accomplishment. They had a sense of a victory. They had a sense of success because they did not have conflict within self, neither did they have conflict with others, and neither did they have conflict with God. Their horizontal and vertical relationships were upright and okay. And that is what I call success. Because if you are not in harmony with self, as much as you have the things and the material things around you, you are still not a happy person. Accomplishment is when you with self are able to come together and to terms that you are aligned. When you look around within your environment and your people and realize that yes indeed I am adding value to others and therefore even having good relationship with God. That is what God is looking up to. God is looking for harmony with self. And that comes by accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of our lives. The second thing I want you to understand is when you are ready to appear before God and ready to give an account of your life here on earth, then you will talk of being successful. For we live here for a short while. We are here on the earth for a short while. Our greater part of life is life after death. And the Bible says that the life after death is life everlasting. And whatever we do here on earth is a preparation for the kingdom that we shall live forever. And therefore, you will be said to be successful if you have lived a life that is worth to believe to live in the second life that Jesus Christ will come to reveal and that can only happen when you have allowed Jesus Christ to come into your life and when by the time you are getting to your to closing your eyes your account before God will be felt or you will feel that you are you are ready to appear before God and give an account of the things that God has given or has made um, available for you. It is therefore important, my brother and sister, to be able to look at success in the eyes of God. Looking at success in the eyes of man will make you feel as if material things are important and material accomplishments are important. But the Bible teaches me from the book of Ecclesiastes that it is important to have a relationship with God, a relationship that lasts and which is able to take us to the next level. If I may draw your attention 
to the book of Ecclesiastes once again to remind you of the things that um, that this the, the writer of the of of Hebrews had written. The vi- verses one says this of Ecclesiastes twelve. He says, "Remember your Creator in the days of your youth, before the days of trouble come, and the years approaches when you will say, I find no pleasure in them, before the sun and the light." and the moon and the stars grow dark and the clouds return after the rains when the keepers of the house tremble and the strong man stoops when the gardener sees because they are few and those looking through the windows grow dim when the doors to the streets are closed and the sounds of grinding fades when men rise up at the second of the birds, sound of the birds, but all their songs grow faint. When men are afraid of heights and dangers in the streets, when the uh, when the almond tree blossoms and the grasshoppers drags themselves along, and desire no longer is uh, is tired. Then man goes to his eternal home and and mourners go about the streets. Remember him before the silver cord is severed or the golden bowl is broken. Before the pitcher is shattered at uh, at the spring or the wheel broken at the well and the dust return to the ground uh, to the ground it came from and the spirit returns to God who gave it it gave it meaningless meaningless says the teacher everything is meaningless this man had lived a life of pleasure he had lived a life of, of experimenting what he thought was good he did not restrain himself from doing anything or having anything in fact if there is a man that lived a life of extravagance and a life of exploring is solomon but as he was writing his last chapter in the book of ecclesiastes he says remember the lord your god remember your creator in the days of your youth that is the message that is bringing about and that is the that is the success that I am talking about. That you must remember the Lord your God in the days of your youth or when at least you are strong. In fact, he continues to say that you needed to remember God in the days when you are strong. Before the days of weakness comes around. When you would like to get out but you cannot. Why? Because of age. When you would want to do something but you cannot reason because of age. And he says you need to remember the Lord your God. Even before the silver cord is severed or is cut. Because everything that we do here on 
earth shall be presented or shall go ahead of you. That's what the Bible says. That it shall go ahead of you and shall represent you before God. And that which shall stand before the eyes of God shall be rewarded. And that is when we'll talk about success. Material success is good. Material possession is good. Political success is good. Whatever thing you think that is right in your eyes, as the writers of various books have written about success have said, it is not, it's okay. But that is not all about success. It is not complete until you are ready to appear before your maker and be able to give an account of your life while here on earth. And I am calling upon you, my brother. I am calling upon you, my sister. Make an appointment with yourself to take stock or audit of yourself in matters to do with your relationship with God. Take take audit of your life. Can you be able to present your life before God? Should God call upon you this morning? Like the way he called on this young, uh, this rich man who had secured himself properties. He had secured himself wealth. He had secured himself material that was able to take him for a couple of years to come. Yet when God looked at him, he said, you are a fool. I will demand of your life today. And out of that life, he rea- we realized that indeed this man was not successful in anything. After all, whatever you count as success, you have labored and toiled for it. But immediately you leave this earth. Somebody else comes up to enjoy the toil and the pain of all that which you call success. So, am I saying that we should not work hard and attain or achieve that which is here? No. Work hard for that is what the Bible says. But I want to say that the second part of your life is critical and very critical. And this is what the author of Ecclesiastes is saying. That remember the Lord your God in your strong days of your youth. And even as he concludes, he says, this is the whole duty of man. This is the whole duty of man. The Bible says, as I have read in the in Ecclesiastes, that's Ecclesiastes chapter uh, um, chapter twelve, verses thirteen, which says, "Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter: Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. If there is anything that we can count as success." in human beings or in a man's life it is when you have lived a life that has been that is pleasing god and that which attracts the grace of god which god would say that you have done in accordance to his will the bible verses 14 says for god will bring every deed into judgment including every hidden thing whether good or evil when you can be able to tell yourself or to tell God I am ready to present myself and to be presented before you for I know that I have lived a life that is worth praise be to God and that is my desire this morning looking at success in the 
eyes of God. Looking at success in the eyes of the word of God. It is not by gaining material things or even fame and discoveries of the many things that you do discover. And understand me, I'm not saying that that is not important. But I'm saying that is not all. It is important for us to conquer and subdue the earth. After all, that is the command. That is the promise that we were given by God himself. However, that is not all that is there for man. That is not all that is there for man. There is much more than just leading and uh, subduing the earth. There is building a relationship that will last forever before God. In fact, for me, that is the most important thing. And I would say that a successful man is that man that has been able to have as to have harmony with self, others, and God. And number two, one that is able to state and to clearly show that he is ready to appear before his God and give an account of his life while here on earth. If you can be able to state that those two are to state affirmatively those two statements, there then I will agree with you that you are a successful man. A successful man therefore is one that has lived a life of harmony with self and others, uh, self, others and God. And number two, one who is ready to appear before his maker and give an account of his life and be happy that he has been invited to give that account. Praise the Lord. So this morning, my brother, as I come to conclusion, let me say this, that you need to look at success in the eyes that God will look at, or look through. Because in that moment, in that state, if you can be able to look at your success in that format, then you will indeed be called a successful man. May God bless you this morning. May God help you to look at yourself, to examine yourself, to do audit of self, and feel or check whether indeed if you are asked whether you are in harmony with self, others, and God, you will give affirmative answer. And secondly, if you are to appear before God this morning, would you be ready to say, yes, Lord, I am ready. I have done that which is right. I have done that which is okay in your eyes, and therefore I'm ready to come home. No wonder Paul, in concluding his life, he said, I have fought a good fight. I have kept my I have kept the faith. I have kept the testimony. And now I am ready to be poured out like a drink. I am ready. Praise the Lord. Are you ready this morning? Let me pray for you. If you are not a believer, I welcome you into the princes of God this morning. I pray that the Lord God will stretch his hand and save you and make you a new being. Pray this prayer alongside me. Say, Father, I am a sinner and I come to you this morning. I pray that you forgive me my sins, cleanse me from evil, make me right and pure. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life and remove my name from the book of condemnation. I believe that you are my Lord 
and my Savior. Save me now. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. If you have said that prayer, may the Lord God bless you. You are welcome to Gospel Center's International Thicker Road Church should you be coming from around that Nairobi or that area. Should you not be coming from Nairobi or should you not be having a Gospel Center's International around you, I encourage you to go to a Bible-believing church. Introduce yourself to the pastor and he will help you in your walk with Christ. For now, I want to pray with the believers this morning. And I pray that God will bless you and help you to be in harmony with self, others, and God. And also have the confidence of appearing before God to give an account of your life here on earth. For then, you will say that you are a successful believer or a successful man. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for your people this morning. I commit them to your hands in Jesus' name. I pray that God may bring harmony to self, others, and you in their lives, my Father, that they may be able to show indeed that they are in harmony with you and that they are ready to give an account of their lives should they appear before you. I commit them to your hands this morning. Whatever they want to do or going out to do, may you give them grace to do it. For it is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. May the Lord make you successful. And may you learn to see success or to view success in the lenses of God and the word of God. God bless you. God keep you. We meet again tomorrow morning. Same time, same place. This is your host, Reverend Stephen Garuyamboro. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We are sure that God has ministered to you through this broadcast. Kindly like and follow us on Facebook page at Gospel Centers International Thika Road. May God continue to bless you and preserve you. Till tomorrow morning, peace is glorious hour.